0: Welcome to Eagle Nation, don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode.
1: Welcome to Bounce Down, we take on Essendon this Saturday night at Opta Stadium, 5.30pm Western Standard Time. What team will turn up? Well, that is yet to be seen. Let's hope it's not the one that played in Tasmania. Um, let's hope they come playing with some pride and some energy and some effort. So I welcome my co-host Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys?
2: Very good, thanks. Going well.
1: Good to be here. Thanks to Time at Plus Fitness, Subiaco, Hillary's and Junior Lap also JC Design's sponsors, Get onto Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and go to Linktree to type in "Eagle Nation." You get everything there. Uh, head to head, boys, Eagles twenty-seven, Essendon thirty. They're one of the few clubs that we don't have a positive record against. Uh, but the last five games, and I'm a bit surprised when I looked into this. It's Eagles four wins to Essendon one, and the last time we played him was round fifteen. We won 16-11, 107 to Essendon, 14 30, That was at um, Obda Stadium. Yeah,
2: Essendon have beaten us here too. Yeah, they have beaten that us their, here. That was their, their last, one of their last wins here. So, so um, They've got a good record here.
1: But, yeah, they've got a very good record here, but who hasn't in the last two years against us? Yeah, <laughs> I think, true. I think the records have all skewed just because of that. Um, <laughs> the biggest wins for the Eagles uh, against Essendon, 99 points. Round two in 1988. At the Wacker, I was there at that game. It was bloody cold, I'll tell you that. But it was a good win. And then a year later, our worst defeat against Essendon, and it was 142 points, round 15, 1989 at Windy Hill. The sock was tied down. Eagles scored one goal, 12-18, to Essendon, 26 goals, 19-175. And we spoke about it in Final Siren, um, it's very similar to what we've been going through now. A lot of younger players in there. But the difference was the younger players that came through in that era went on to win premierships. So can the same be said about the younger players that our list that we got now? Essendon played against Richmond. I don't know if you've watched it, boys, but they won what by a point sec-
2: seven seconds ago.
0: I watched it. It was a great game. Did you watch I that, Dan? I only watched the finish, to be honest with you. It was a pretty good game. Yeah, it was a really top-class game. But...
1: Uh, Part of me, Richmond choked, mate.
2: Yes, at the end there, Th- they, they choked. Yeah, they, um, they, I thought they'd, ha- I thought they'd got. Far they kept enough. them in they, the game. They kicked the first goal of the last quarter. Yeah, and I thought three goals, and it was pretty. There were three goals condition. is nothing. And I that they're playing well enough to win this, but essens credit, they came back, and you know um, Stringer, who I'm really, oh, he's another one I'm pretty critical of at times. His kick didn't. Didn't go for the glory kick, kicked it straight to the middle of that, which is a perfect kick. And the young guy, uh, Sam. Sam Durham? Durham, took the mark, kept dead in front, and uh, character of a guy, because he said he had that shot couple of years ago, same shot. And he missed. And he missed. Yeah, he did. So he bit, I saw that. He hit the post. you know. He, he know. said, I aim I for the bloke right in the middle who was in Richmond colours up in the middle. So and he used to play ball.
1: for the Richmond VFL side. I, I t-
2: that's I, correct. I t- so,
1: um and you like I said, he's another one of these guys that, you know, probably don't get picked in the first or second or third rounds yeah. and stuff like that. And you, you look at the list, which we'll go and do pretty soon, but the, their list, they haven't got big names. got a lot of names out, and they haven't got big names playing for them, but they're playing with unity.
0: Yeah. They're,
1: they're playing as a team. They're playing for each other, and that's probably the difference between Essendon and the Eagles at the moment.
0: Yeah, but just going back on last week's game, you know, things are so dire for us right now, and it looks so bleak, but you look at Richmond, they're bottom five on the ladder right now. Yeah, so they don't yeah. have a second-round pick yeah. and a first-round pick. You know, they're they're the teams I think are actually in more trouble. It doesn't look like it because they're not having these big losses. With Tasmania coming in and tainted drafts in, you know, three, four, maybe five years, teams like that, they're the ones I think that are in more serious trouble if you Mm. look long-term. They don't have as many young parents because they've been up like us for so long. We were five, six years, you know, and they were up there during that period as well. They sold the farm now for 25-year-old, 26-year-olds, said no, and they're finishing down the bottom, Mm. no picks in the first two rounds this year, I think they could be in trouble too. So well, the, you, uh, this is if you're going to be bad, this is the time you want to be bad. Yeah. That's my point.
1: And there's even talk about Damon Hardwick not even getting a coaching gig. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. um, what I want to see is um, Eagles act. Like um, there was a guy on SEN today saying, eight coaches come out of contract next year. How many of them are going to be given gigs? You know what I mean? And that wasn't including um, – Hardwick and it wasn't including Adam Simpson, you know. But those two guys could be on the chopping block. Uh, will Hinkley get another coaching gig? You know, he probably will because he'll get on finals. But there's things to think about and, you know, in all the doom and gloom, you look how bad the Eagles are going. But I'd still rather be the Eagles where we are now than being at North Melbourne. Yes. They've had four coaches in, what, three years? Mm. Some players have played six, sixteen games of footy and had four coaches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that that club is a rabble. Um, Hawthorn, um, look what's going on off field there. That's a rabble. Um, you got to look at West Coast. Yeah, we we might be down the bottom and in a lower ebb, but I still see the bright brighter side there with the
2: Eagles. We have history of coming back quickly. Yeah. We we do. We have history of recovering quickly from these type of situations yep. and I, I, I still believe, I'm not just saying because we're all mad one-eyed supporters, but I still see us recovering quickly with oh, the yeah. players we got and with a few other changes around the place. Paul Hazelby
1: says the Eagles will win a grand final before Fremantle. Oh, I think they will. And um, I, you know, it might be a, a strange him saying that, but anyway, um, let's look about the teams. Uh, we'll look at the injuries, So. Essendon, when you look at it, they've got a few on the injury list, but Nick Cox, two weeks. Would he be playing in the top 22? No. Jaden Davies had the ACL before he got picked up, so he wouldn't be in there. Matt Guelfie, one week. He, he's a test this week because this has gone from last week. Um, he probably would come in. Harrison Jones, he's out. He'd probably come in. Jack uh, Jake Kelly, concussion. If he gets through the protocols, he will come in. So he plays in their back line. Jane Laverde, he's out for four to five weeks. He's probably in the top 22. Yeah. Parrish, same four weeks. Calf, he's in the top 22. Zach Greed, he's out five weeks. He's probably not in the top 20. Satterfield's probably been a fine for him, but now he's out probably for the rest of the season. I don't know. James Stewart, probably on the fringe. He's seven to eight weeks. Sardis, the young guy that went number five, I think, last year in the draft. We were very high. In. Which we How? were high.
0: Was he fourth? Yeah, no,
2: he was in the top five. He
1: was certainly in no, top five. No, fifth was Humphrey. Oh. Oh, I thought well, he, he was, was five and Humphrey was six. He was in, but uh, even way, top Humphrey
0: four. was fifth. He McKenzie was, was six. It might have been three. Uh was Clark was seven. So it might have Jimby. been four. I was very invested because we've talked about this before. Wayne and I were looking at Humphrey and Jimby. Yeah, we're yeah. like, whichever Gold Coast picks, we'll pick the opposite. Yeah. Yep. And um, they're both performing well too, those two, And
1: they f- big full forward that they got from Gold Coast and Peter Wright, two-metre Peter. He's out for another four weeks. So they've got a quite a good list there. There's about four or five that would probably be in the team that would be playing if they yeah. were fully fit. But as we go to the wings clipped section, look at ours. Um, Jack Williams, well, he's available. Do they bring him straight in? No.
0: No, nah, he needs Waffle. He needs Waffle.
1: Need, now, Waffle, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what this guy can do. I'm so. like you. I'm very excited to have him back, to be honest. And because he is yeah. a friggin' big unit. I think he's the second biggest guy on our list and he's a big unit. And oh, I, I've had raps on him for ages. I'm glad we got him. Mm. Uh, Hewitt, he's a, he was eligible to play. He flew over to Hobart, um, Uh So he went over. Burgle should be a test this week. Elliot Yo could be the one that jumps up, but I don't think they'd play him, especially when you've only got round 12 to come, mm. and then we've got a buy. Uh, Shannon Hearn's probably the same. Luke Shuey's still three, four weeks away. Tresky Seaton, well, Dan was on the money with the quad, um, so he was four weeks away. Darling might be back the first game after the buy, hopefully. Uh, McGovern, five to six weeks, Nat. knew where they say six or seven. Yeah, we never
0: knows? know. I, I want to give a shout out way, and I think he's right. I don't think we're going to see him this year. Because mm. it was the bye and now it's seven weeks. Yeah. That's that's several weeks after the bye. Oh, I said that a few weeks ago. weeks ago. So if you go I with that, that's like round 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I, I know to. Wayne was very strong and he doesn't yeah. think he'll play. Yeah. Shein, I agree. I
2: agree, he
1: will. Uh, Liam Ryan, eight to ten weeks. And then everyone else after that, you probably won't see for the rest of the season. Uh, Jamie Cripps, uh, this is where we said... Put him on the long. Yeah. Put him on the inactive list. What's giving him? I, I just don't like the rhetoric that comes out of the Eagles. Gavin Bell. Oh, we got to give him time to give. Why would you play somebody that's in the twilight of their career two games? It's not going to make a friggin' difference. Yeah. I it, just just be honest and say, look, we're looking at put him on. Inactive active list. so he can be ready for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've given him a two-year contract.
0: Let, let's get the best out of his body, you know what I mean? Spot on, was up because as far where we're at now with the injury list that you're in, you're into the long-term ones. Yep. So if Raleem Ryan could be 10 weeks away, Winder could be 10 weeks away, Cripps could be 12 weeks away, and then obviously Cully's season, put all four on the injury list. We don't have to dra- draft four plays in the mid-season draft, but we could draft two, maybe three, but I would probably limit it at two, you know what I mean? And then you've got list spots open, so if they do recover, because you've got that list spot open still, you can take them off the long-term injury and pay, play a couple of them. Yeah. I just think you've got to – we said this the about you've got to be aggressive. You've got to make those moves.
1: Well, Ryan and Cole, I got told the other day, are way ahead of schedule. So it would be interesting – by the time you listen to this – the Eagles will have their official injury list out because we recorded this on Monday. They release their injury list on Tuesday. So it'll be interesting to see if Liam Ryan and Tom Cole are still at seven to eight weeks. Their if doc- they are.
2: Their doctor usually comes on, doesn't he, and does a does a skit on the Mark, Eagles. Uh,
1: yeah. uh, what is his name? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if they're still at seven to eight weeks, um, then to me you put them on the long injury list. Um and we've got TBC with Jermaine Jones with an ankle. I heard today it could be yeah, I think So that's another me. guy. Yeah.
2: That went inside. He twisted that inside. Yeah, so and it was in like, the tackle, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, so they're
1: always look, bad. Didn't look good. But it might not be as long. Um, Oscar Allen and Duggan spent the last bit of the last quarter on the, on the bench. I think it's precautionary, but we'll see and find out. Um, so if we look at the list for Eagles – Tommy Brass obviously was an omission last week. He was sick. sick. So he, he basically comes in. So to me, it's it's to me this is and because I said it in the last show, it's as simple as Harry Edwards out, Tom Brass in. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um you, you Brett Bazo stays in there. Um because Greg Clark was probably the sub and Jones went out, it's as simple as Clark's in. You get it back yourself, you've got Thirteen more games to prove that you want to be on this list because we drafted you as our last pick two years ago. Let's see what you can do, um, and then you know that's basically it. I can't see the team really changing too much from Hobart.
0: So, <laughs> well, there's sadly there's not much. Hopefully, it, it changes much it next couple of weeks. No. No. Maybe yeah, Clark plays the whole Hewitt, game and Hewitt comes in as sub. Hewitt but realistically, yeah, could do. realistically, I you want so. these players to be playing waffle. Want to ease them in, give them limited minutes, waffle, but we just don't have that choice right now. They're having to yep. play, which is bad. But, um, it since we're on the topic of sub, that I, I wanted to ask you guys before we get to it, let's just go on about Essendon because I know what you want to bring up about the sub. The
1: sub, yeah, and yep. I'll give it all its clean air. Essendon, oh,
0: I was supposed to surprise you, it was a bit. Well, no, <laughs> no, I mean, you know.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I know you got a sub thing coming up, but I mean, I don't know what you're going to say, but. I want to give you clean air, but Essendon, I don't think their list is going to change much. What, what played against Richmond? Uh, I think yeah. there was only one injury that they had in the game, and that was uh, Andrew Phillips a free quarter time and Dean Brazier come on. And the only thing is Dylan Shield, he was replaced late. so will he be? He'd be the only one that comes in. I
2: reckon. Yeah, Dylan, I don't think Dylan Shield. If his injury to be replaced like he was on the weekend. I don't think they would fly him on a plane to Perth.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying I don't I think, think it's going keep, to be an. Un-
2: I think they keep him home in Melbourne, so I don't I, think he'll. I him. think it's
0: going to be an unchanged yeah. list. It's funny you say that because that is a serious problem with us travelling all the time. It is, yeah. Someone gets a soft tissue injury or cork, they've then got to jump on a plane and fly back, and it's different pressure. It's, uh, it, it can't be good for him. Uh, no, can it has not so be really good for different. him.
2: Shuey. yeah. Uh, You'll yeah. yeah. tell you.
0: Well, that's exactly right, and it's like it's Did almost it? not. It's Come like, back, yeah, oh. not, flu. there's nothing you can do about Get it. Tammy again. Yeah. No.
1: The only thing they can do is put a hybaric chamber on the friggin' plane that we charter and yeah. well, <laughs> put it in co- that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? but with um,
0: COVID last year, you know what I mean? I'm, thank God it's not this big issue this year. But they all jump on a plane. One's got it and not realises. They all catch it, you know. It's just the extra travel is just such a burden.
1: There's one player, as I said, I want to give a good mention to, you, and I think we're going to close him down. And he's not a star. But this year he's having a ripper season and I wouldn't be surprised if he's leading their Ferris and best and that's Mason Redmond.
2: Yes, yeah. Very you know, he off, shut him off, down. Off-back off line. Um,
1: I know he's a half-back but shut him down. Put a defensive forward on him because he is playing some really good football and he's, he's one, he's breaking the lines. I'd love to see his metres gained. I just think he's one and they've got Jordan Ridley. Their half-back line not too bad and, yeah, I'm not a – Jake Stringer he's, when he's hot, he's hot; when he's
0: cold, he's cold. So yeah. let's hope he's cold. Oh, when he is hot though, he's one of the best. Oh yeah, he's He only to pulls watch. it out a handful of times a year. That's the disappointing thing with him. And uh, Anthony
1: McDonald Woody, Tipper Woody, he's uh, he's an excitement machine when he clicks. Yeah. He hasn't had the best season, but he's coming back off, you know,
0: yeah.
1: eighteen months in, out football. But
2: Nick, to Nick. those who know. Nick Martin's playing well for him too. Oh, yeah. He's W8 been by. a revelation. He's so. been, he came off the rookie list too. Well, like, he was – A was season draft. No, he was, a, draft, was, no, it. He was Supplement. an SSP. Supplement. So yeah. no one
0: picked him at all and they yeah. just trained him on and, and Eagles, picked him up. He trained with Eagles a year before. Yeah.
1: and But we had a few different – that were like – we had Calamarchi on the list yeah. and all that. So it's the reason why we didn't pick him. But, yeah. hey, he's taken – certainly. this is what I'm saying. If Eagles players – there's some guys on the list that have been there for four years – Look at a guy like him. Yeah. He is taking the opportunity with mm-hmm. both hands and it's an Eminem song. I'm gonna one up you know you know the you know the song. I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Can at your rap
0: is your yeah. rapper coming on now. Sorry, mama. <laughs> no <laughs> 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 yep. one um, opportunity. Yeah. So um, I want to tell um, you You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what you're gonna do. Yeah.
1: But that's enough on Essendon. I've got a soft spot for Essendon because before the Eagles come in I used to follow him a bit, so but I hope this is a game that Eagles can cause an upset of the season, but I don't think they will.
0: Yeah, my old man was actually an Essendon supporter. He warmed to the Eagles, I think, just living here and knowing how passionate I was. I think he converted a bit, but originally he was an essence supporter. I just wanted to talk about coaching in general, basically, before Wayne does his coaching corner. I think we're misusing the sub, and every club is. I think players coming off injuries, they sub to manage their minutes like a fife. That bringing a young kid like we had Clark, who was a fringe player. We're talking about maybe Hewitt being on it. You know, I think Petch has done it. So a kid, and it makes me think. And I had to ask Wayne because Wayne's the basketball guy, and I want both your guys' opinion on this. But I f- find Wayne's insight would be really important. I want a super sub Wayne stars in the NBL. It's NBL or is it yeah. NBA? NBA, the American basketball. Their star players, best players, they have on the bench and come on for impact see we can't really do that with bench players here because of the rotations and they'll have to play majority of the game but we could adapt that to a sub why don't you take a senior player and instead of time saying you're our super sub so it, for example we'll say luke shuey from now on you're we'll give you a year contract you're now a super sub you come on for a quarter or quarter and a half high impact high speed and that's what you play You come on at the end of the game when people are tying, you run off the halfback in clearances. You're in the middle. You're fit. You're firing. I just don't think clubs are doing that. And you could learn from that American sport, the basketball, because that's what they do. They keep the stars on for a year or two and keep them as impact players. I don't think any club's really using the sub as an impact player. I think they're using it wrong, and I'm branding it the super sub. Give these older players that still got pace, and maybe their bodies aren't holding up, but it's less stress on him, and you're a superstar. That is your goal. That is what you are. You train for high intensity for limited minutes. And I think Shui could do it well. Before he got injured that um, Freo game, he was sprinting off half back, and it limits the amount of time he's on there, so he's less likely to get injuries. And I'm just using him as an example, but I just think it's an untapped resource, and it's a coaching strategy that could be used in the AFL. So, obviously, not I, I might jump to Not only is yeah. he
1: selling the club. Now he's seven. I just think it's
0: a wasted opportunity. (laughs) Like, why bring on an injured player, limited minutes, that's Mm. not going to impact, or a young kid that's going to fail to impact? We don't want a player coming on for uh, five disposals in a half. So what do you think, Wayne? Because being a basketball background and coaching, they do it a lot in that sport. As I said, they use the bench. It's different. It's not the sub. But they have these impact plays. They're great plays. They fade them out by making them impact plays.
2: They do. Look, it's not their best play. Like, Steph Curry still starts. LeBron James, thirty eight, still starts. Um, but their sub would know, go to another J-J club. Jay be, still you know, starts. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they the could good, go and be the a great player. Guys that can't be yeah. that great. That the the next Steph Curry. Yeah, you're right. They they start on the bench. Uh like I follow Golden State. They have yeah. a young guy, um, Divin De Vincenzo, who yeah. comes off the bench. He would be a he would be a starter in any other competition. Jordan Pool. Gold Jordan starter. Poole, he, he's a he prime would, example. He would be an absolute starter in any other club in the competition. Yeah. But he loves where he plays. He comes off, he takes, mm-hmm. Curry, yeah. takes Curry spot after about seven minutes in the first Impact quarter. Impact player, yeah. Impact, yeah. comes on, averages something like 20-odd points a game. Yeah. You know, At times, he's, he even outscores Steph. Steph. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. And I like, I mean, Nat Fife's Fyfe, probably been a perfect example. He's been playing... Yeah. He subbed his first two games, and then yep. I noticed last weekend they subbed him at halfway through the third quarter. I think it was. Yeah. And the only reason they took that long is because um, they were playing. well. Uh, yeah, he said they were playing well, but they said they had a, another issue on the bench, yeah. so they wanted. To, so they wanted to get him off earlier because yep. they had. I can't remember their sub what came on that took his spot. So I think you have merit in what you're saying, yep. um, and you know, assure you, but you. You'd Chewy,
1: you'd probably need another sub for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry.
2: Yeah, whether – our, Just our with his soft tissue.
1: Yeah, but that's what I mean. You're limited <laughs> you his game, and yeah. He's still got the pace. Less, less time, yeah. he's got yeah. it. Explosive yeah. pace. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you need somebody that's an impact player. Like Petricelli would be – to me would be the perfect sub. He said, you've got a quarter. You've got a quarter and a half. Bang. Go in there. Mm. Explosive. Run your arse off. But you know, somebody
0: probably with a bit more
1: skill, but you are talking about more – you're talking about, about older players. players. Yes. Yep, so
0: yep. instead of retiring them, yeah, make him a sub and it's like you're a super sub now, you're only here for mm. impact for that. Yep. So five, say in a year or two when his body's really not holding up, you're now professionally a super sub for that year. Would and you? that's your last and year. And it could prolong your career.
2: Would you it do would it, by a year. Would you I'll put a player for us. Would you do it for Nick Nat Nui?
0: I would. I you like, you, you I could, would. I but say that, I think it's make or break with He only
1: with plays Nick 60% Nattinui. of the game. Yeah. Well, he's a perfect – I was going to say, you, you got there before me, yeah. if he was – you know, if he wasn't injured, mm. but he'd be the perfect – he's a perfect 60% player. He's used as a sub, you know what I mean, without yeah. being a sub.
2: Um, if you could hold your, if you could hold yourselves in a good stead up to half time. Yeah. And, and then, then you go, yep, Nick, right, bring Nick, on Natnui, uh, go bang. Jamo, you've had enough today. You're coming off. Okay. Uh, Nick, you're going in. Uh, I, I mean, poof, Yeah, here's net. one.
0: See, Nick, I think, is very much you've got to make or break that play. But Dane Zorko from the Lions, he's getting older. He's getting a few soft tissue injuries similar to Shuey, probably not as bad. But he would be perfect. Yep, we'll give you a year contract. You're a super sub. And you, that's how you train strategically. Bring him on even at halftime just to add that run. And um, So yay or nay, the super yep, sub. I'm, I'm for it he sold me on you sold me on that so now it's I just time. don't think it's used enough no. you know what I mean no
1: i, I like it now Brad, it's time for
0: Brad Scott's guy gone, going he? he's done yeah his
2: job. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the general manager of football
1: yeah. um i'll take it coach's corner
2: my coach's corner is vastly different i've always saying who can we employ this week to do do well i'm Adam Simpson okay it's, mo- it's after it's monday after our Terrible game. I'm going to the ruck coach. Coach, can you tell me why Bailey Williams is getting 20, averaging 28 hit outs and they're not going to our our players? Can you please tell me that? Because we're doing it at training and why is it happening in a game? Then I'm going to go to my midfield coach. Midfield coach, can you tell me why that our ruckman is averaging 28 hit outs a game and you're not getting our midfielders are not getting his taps. Why Why are Why are the opposition midfielders reading the taps better than our players? Then I'm going to go to my forwards coach. I'm going to ask him, and said, excuse me, coach, but why on the weekend did we let James Sicily get 30-odd possessions as a fullback? Why was he allowed to run out of that back line with no-one chasing him? Can you please give me an answer to that? And then I'm going to go to my defensive coach, me being a defender. Coach, can you tell me why... So many players were going for a mark behind the opposition player and not spoiling. Can you tell me why that's not happening? Yep. And why is this not happening in the game? And then I'm going to go home, I'm going to go in the mirror and I'm going to say, what the hell am I doing wrong as a coach? Why are all our players who train together, who do all the same simulations, who do all the same exercises and do everything, why can't they pick up our game plan? Why am I not getting across to my players to make them play that game plan, what am I doing wrong? I need to change, and I need to change things this week. And I, I, why aren't my players giving one hundred and fifty percent? I can handle if we can if we lose by two goals and we've given hundred and fifty percent, like our Fremantle game, I can handle that. But no, I need to, I need answers. And now I've got to look in that mirror. and Where are my answers coming from? And why are coaches? Why are we doing this? Why? I love That's it. That's my coach's question. Yeah, I, I love if it. If somebody's on
1: TikTok knows how to break that down and put it on video, put that on there because I think we'll have a me hits on that. My I got one other question with that. I'd be asking my midfield coach, how come we lost the stoppages by two but we scored no goals mm-hmm. from our stoppages? And they scored thirteen.
2: Mm.
1: So that has been another question. And you, you said it. Um and, you know, supporters out there, that's what a coach should be doing every week. And I'm hoping that Simo does that. Mm. And these is where the assistant coaches need to be, um, you know, held yeah. accountable. Yeah, um, exactly. Do you know who the assistant coaches are, guys, out there? I could go in there and tell you they are. Mm. You've got Luke Webster. You've got… Uh, yeah, Jared Schofield. You've got Matthew Knights. You've got… Um, Luke Webster. Jacob Brennan. Yeah, he's… Him, him Luke Webster. Praddy. uh, uh Pratt, you know, so... They're
2: They're the the four main assistants and then you've got Jacob Brennan and... And
1: Kyle Horsley.
2: Kyle Horsley and there's another guy, Tom Williams.
1: Yeah, Tom Morrison. Tom
2: Morrison, sorry, hardly ever know it. They're all the development coaches. So,
1: you know, when you want to sit there and go bag the coach and all that stuff, the coach is, is basically the spokesperson. So all those guys are going to be on the same page. Yeah. And at the moment they're not and... Uh, like you said why mm. T- don't tell me what what are we going to more than ask why why what are we going to do to fix it mm. so look it's not an easy fix um you know we know where we are as a club we we basically said in bound sound we said it in final siren what we'd do to fix a club where the supporters uh, – we don't know what's going on in the Inner Sanctum. All this stuff could be happening behind closed doors, but the message isn't getting out to the supporters, and that's what we want to hear. We want to hear unity. Before we finish up, guys, have we got a chance to win and are we going to win and what's your margin?
2: No, no, and I think we'll lose by 35
0: points. 60-point loss, I reckon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sadly. I don't think there's gonna be much change from the team last week, sadly. So I'm gonna go against
1: a grain here. No, you're
0: not.
1: Yeah, I am, because no one gave us a chance against Esserton last year. Well strongest. Not one gave us a chance, right? So I am tipping Esserton by seventy three
0: points. I can't see us getting anywhere fucking close, guys. If
1: we play like we did like that, it's gonna be Mm. Is going to be yeah. uh, a coach killer.
0: The yeah. talent's not there right now. It's yep. just sadly,
2: we're, we won't. We're, we're no. We got to, look. We got the next two games on the Saturday too. We're Essendon here next week, this yeah. week, and then Collingwood. Then we got Collingwood at a two thirty game on so next, it, the following Saturday. And then so we're so we going to So it easier. The, dra- the so draw. I honestly, like it. Honestly, look, without going away and I'm talking about being my coach, is that yeah? You know, I'm I'm sitting in I'm sitting in a, in a chair at home thinking shit. If we lose our next two games by uh, seventy plus points. Uh, after the bite, I probably won't be here. I'll, I'll, I'll probably have to go and see uh, Mr. McGowan on the unemployment line <laughs> and, and, and get some dollars. Yeah, I look. Because uh, I'm, I'm not going to be employed.
1: No, nah, it's um, it, and it could be a dark day after the Collingwood game. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to forecast too much. But, um, yeah, look, end of the day, it's a business. And as yeah. Tommy said on 6PR… What coach survives uh, three wins, three wins 36 in 36 losses. games. Uh, so, 36 games, yeah. And, you don't. It, but it shouldn't just be at the coach. So we've been there. We're not going to rehash it. Let's hope for some. Let's hope it's for the upset of the season, but yeah. I can't see it happening. I let's can't
0: just, see it happening. Let's just have a go. Yeah. See oh, what you happens. Pride. You happen. want to pride. see on the field, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Just want to see pride. Right, um, yep. Before we end up, I do have a tinfoil... Oh, yeah. Hat 10 this one is a conspiracy theory. It's not as <laughs> yeah. deep as the other ones, yeah. obviously. This one is a real conspiracy theory. So I want to talk about the draft picks. we got number one. We want Harley Reid. I think the AFL and the AFL-run media, they want to keep these, Vic, these Victorian kids. They they ask a question knowing what story they want to write. They will ask, like, oh, do you want to leave Victoria? They'll ask you these things, are you happy to move interstate? No teenage kid wants to leave his family and friends, let's be honest. You've got to win them over and then you've got to build the connections over here, but they ask that question to taint it. So right now we've got Harley Reid, pick one. He's supposed to be a generational player, apparently. Yeah. Um. Obviously he's got to play and live up to that. But you watch the media now. They will not want to lose this Vic kid. They're already asking these questions, would you move into state? And his manager's come out and said, yeah, he'll move into state. But they want to spin it. You watch the media come hard now. Eagles have to trade number one pick for multiple first-round picks. They will be pushing that so hard because they don't want to lose the generational Victorian talent. They want to keep that there. And you'll watch it. The outcry will be, oh, they're in dire straits. They need to trade number one, get a few first-round picks. Kane Collins is and, already doing it. Yes, and you watch. It'll come hard and it'll come frequent because they don't want to lose the Victorian kid. Yeah. So, as I said, that's just a conspiracy theory. It's not as in-depth as the last ones. But you watch it's coming. And I reckon it's already started, like you said, with Kane Collins. They won't want us to keep that one-by-one pick. So you watch them come hard to say that we've got to get rid of it, which, though they never do for any other club, they never talk about trading number one pick before.
1: Well, I know so, what I'd be doing over the Eagles this week or in the bye. I'd be going to Victoria and giving him everything. I'd be giving him an Eagles jumper and everything because I you are getting ready, boy.
0: Yeah. No, I don't need it. Just FedEx him a surfboard say, mate, you're going to love the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can learn to surf. It's
2: warming up. Beautiful. Send, send mum and dad a cart and a Margaret River Wine or something. The good yeah, thing yeah say beautiful. It.
1: Yeah. And I, 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 It's taken me for a while to get on the re-train. But he's a country Victorian, so that we works always in our favour. Yeah, we always talk about And we've about always that. said yeah. the country Victorians are the guys that we like to hit up. There's a few that we hit up metro-wise. But um, you know what? End of the day, if you're good enough as a club, you've got a good culture, you you've got to back yourself in. And that's, that's right. what the Eagles got to do. Yep. So until next week, guys, uh, who knows? It could be the upset of the century. Not the upset of the year. It could be the upset of the <laughs> century, because um, who, who frigging knows? Um, well, let's just hope that a uh, bit of pride in the jumper boys. And till next week, go Eagles, go Eagles. To
2: go <laughs> born
0: is pride from isolation, a fortress built. We crossed the. Name. I colours share the West
1: Coast sky I will to win, win.